I've been drinking so I mean I drink and like smoke weed like every day and I did not used to do that before quarantine (laughs) I've just been so bored yeah I wish I could be a casual weed smoker but I can get really anxious yeah oh fuck oh wait no I'm like mentally ill I see that it's like the the Google Meet's like, oh, your mic is off. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, oh my god, but it's recording yes. on the other fucking program. Right. Um, we like we to are professional podcasters. We know what we're doing. We like yeah. to confuse people so they don't know what's going on. Yes. And then they're like, we, all, well. we tell each other the wrong dates. We just want to make it the most difficult process. Uh, Perfect. It's memorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then you remember it. Yeah, they'll never forget and then, us. No. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting ahead of ourselves because <laughs> there's that scene in the movie. Oh, yes. um, oh. I didn't even think oh. of that, I'm but okay, stoked I to talk legit about forgot this. that that happened. Um, yeah, no, I'm just gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, we did it on purpose, and oh yeah, we're gonna now introduce the podcast on purpose <gasps> because I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. We yes. did a little dance, our beautiful, beautiful. song, <laughs> and now we finally get to introduce uh, another batch of special guests. <gasps> Sam, we did it again. We did it again. We're just going crazy <laughs> this month for Oh Hi July, and we are doing all of our collabs with all of our amazing, you know, cohorts in the fields right now. Um, <laughs> out in the field. the field sorry i'm not supposed to talk no god damn it no. oh you can talk you can talk we haven't introduced you so it doesn't want. count but you can talk yeah so this week um, go shelby you introduce them oh okay well we have lovely hilarious and just fun to listen to guests from their podcast movies that raised us We've got Mo and Christina. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. Thanks for being here. Yeah, now, we yeah, had you pick a movie because on this podcast, yes, we talk about rom-coms. So yes. y'all picked a rom-com. Absolutely. And could you give us a little bit of, a, yeah, just let us know why you picked this specific one. Stuck in yeah. love. Starring Kinnear. Oh, um, love i absolutely have a sickness for this movie (laughs) it's like um what was i gonna even say oh i i have seen this movie like if i was exaggerating it'd be like a dozen times but i've actually seen it like sincerely watched it five to six times um because i would watch it whenever i was like i need to like feel something and i loved Nat Wolf when he was on Naked Brothers Band. I was uh, obsessed with him. So good. Um, I thought I met him on an online chat when I was like a child. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like loved Stuck in Love. Like I would watch it pretty frequently. I knew everything. Like I knew the movie like the back of my hand when I watched it again. So, yeah, I, I, I have a very specific memory of when I watched this for the first time which was when I was a sophomore in college. It was Mm. spring break. Everyone was gone. I was still in the dorms. And I put on this movie. And there's that scene with Greg Kinnear and Nat Wolf. 
where he's saying that a writer has, you know, found all their experiences by the time you're 20. Like you need to go out there, oh, like my get gosh. experiences, get memories. And I was like, I'm an artist. I need to go out there and get memories and experiences. And then I downloaded Tinder that night and went on my first ever dating app date that week because of oh this movie. My Look at you go. Oh because of this movie. This movie it did not work out between action, us. We went on two dates and it didn't work out, but it's because of this movie. Yeah. Well, you still got those experiences. That's all that matters. Exactly. Honestly, if I had to have all of my experiences by the time I was 20, I would yeah. what a be boring life I would have lived. Person. <laughs> same, same. Actually, now I think about it, I did write about this dude in a class like two years later in like one of my writing classes, the guy I went on the date with. So there you go. Full Wait, circle. who was this? Um, yeah, this was a guy. <laughs> tell everyone. This was Beep from the new school. I went on like two dates <gasps> with him. And then I found mm. out, then like he kind of ghosted me and like tried to sneak back in. I was like, no. And then I found out like a couple years later that he's actually really not a good dude. So <gasps> dodged a bullet. You really did. But hey, now it's part of your story, right? So I first watched this movie in like 2015 or something, and I was yeah. amazed watching it now. I loved it the first time, and I loved it this time, but my perspective is so different. Yeah. Same. Fucking same. Like, I was shocked. I also watched this with my boyfriend, and he is not into this type of movie. So oh, I was yeah. like, I'm getting a really different perspective Yes. as well. But tell me, tell me like the differences. Oh gosh. Okay. So in 2015, I had just moved out to LA. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship that was gonna end a few months from then. I didn't know mm-hmm. at the time, but it was like I thought it was a serious relationship, you know. And yeah. uh, I really believed it. I was like, I believed the message of the movie about like waiting for someone and like yeah. the magic mm-hmm. of it and like, oh, they're gonna come back. And I now I'm just like, that's not how it works. That's not what happens. I totally like I'm so much more like jaded now. Yes. But I definitely was like you like I appreciated the film because it was so wrought in emotion that did not yeah. logically make any sense. Um, like the setting the table for the wife yeah. and like, you know, this the juxtaposition between um, I almost said Nat Wolf, but between Rusty, Rusty. and um, what's his sister's name? Sam. Sam. Between Rusty and Sam, I was like, oh my God, like she is so like doesn't want to fall in love he's never fallen in love like they're both not putting themselves out there but in different ways Mm -hmm. and then logan lerman comes in and i know all the boys in this movie i'm in love with all the boys in this movie it's me too it's It's so so damaging for my brain it is damaging i agree I, I think that's one of the reasons that I like it so much is because mm-hmm. I often do that when I write too, where you have these very sweet, gentle male mm-hmm. characters, these like they are loving, so you know, boys. Yeah. And then the women are very complicated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and can be mm-hmm. kind of harsh. And they are introspective and like interesting in ways that you don't usually see that in yeah. in rom-coms. It's kind of flipped. I feel like a lot of care was put oh into God. the construction of these characters. Definitely. And I feel like I've been seeing a lot of discourse about this on TikTok about like the phenomenon of, I don't know actually who wrote this movie, but just about like female written male characters mm-hmm. and people are ascribing that type of energy to celebrity celebrities where they're like oh he has like character written by woman energy and like it's like Burnham. yeah oh, exactly and it's <laughs> like actually that is true because you the woman you are writing who you think this male celebrity is in your brain so yes he is totally. a character written by woman because you're constructing your whole idea of who he actually is Yeah, no, I think men written by women is my favorite genre of man. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Favorite genre. I think it's one of the things (laughs) where, like you said, it's kind of like having that softer nature, having, um, it's just those, those vibes, man. They're just so, 
attractive. One of my favorite <laughs> celebrities is definitely like a man written by a woman. So, mm. and who is that, yeah. Sam? Uh, Shelby, you know who it is. Uh, his name Still is guess. Dylan O'Brien, and we're getting. Oh, I love Dylan O'Brien. Uh, he's really cute. He's so he is. cute. I, yeah. uh, I love him. I'm still trying to yeah. find him in LA. Don't tell him, guys. Mm. Everyone listening, don't don't tell Dylan I'm trying to find him, but I am trying mm. to find him. Unless you yeah. are Dylan, then email us. Yeah. <laughs> Sam needs exactly. your info. Please. I need a I have to ask you a really important question. Don't worry. It's not weird. Are you so, free on Friday at seven? Yeah. Because I'm free at Friday on seven. Dylan, if you are free, please let me know. Please <laughs> let me know. If you're not Dylan O'Brien, keep scrolling. Yeah, exactly. Keep scrolling. Um, spread the word, you know, yeah. so yeah. we can get to him. Yeah, spread the word. TikTok, do your thing. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this movie is great in the sense that uh, number one, it has Nat Wolf, which mm-hmm. we've already established. Great. Number two, it has Greg Kinnear. Oh, love. Yeah, <laughs> Sam covering her face. Oh. She is too, uh, feeling too much emotion. I can't. She I have to go. I have to go. Be observed. Big silver fox For energy. Sure. Like, yeah. he has like a little outfit montage set I sequence in this part. movie. Oh, yeah. Where Kristen Bell is trying to get him ready to go out into the dating world. Yeah. And he's just wearing all these different dad clothes. And I'm like, oh my God, why is he so attractive? <laughs> Also, what a weird little, like, bit role for Kristen Bell in this movie. I know. But she is, like, so – it freaks me out how good she is at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I don't think of her – I mean, she doesn't do stand-up. Like, she doesn't go that route. But she just really goes off in a TV or movie drama. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, comedy. (laughs) You know. Both. Yeah. Drama. Yeah, both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, yeah, comic acting is like Mm -hmm. a different skill from comedy. And she's got it. This lady's got it. Yeah. A dramedy queen. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) Multi-talented. But basically, Stuck in Love, if you haven't seen it, it's sort of a a family-based romance drama about, you know, a family of Greg Kinnear. He's a famous author semi-famous he's a successful novelist like a literary with author. a beach house mm, i'm like beach house. <laughs> yeah so yes please doing well. <laughs> uh jennifer connelly his wife i always go by the actor's names i don't remember character names very well she left him she's remarried he goes and spies on her all the time uh Ooh. as you do yeah. just like steve mm. carell and crazy stupid um love. wait hold on you said it now i have to bring it up this movie okay. is almost exactly like crazy stupid love in a lot of respects except i think the whole like rusty rusty doesn't exist and like oh no actually hold on let's hear it i'm rewinding so you've got the divorced couple, right? The husband is still madly in love with the wife. Same. Mm-hmm. Just like crazy stupid love. You've got the daughter finding love with a guy. That's yeah. It's really not that <laughs> similar, but you know what I mean. There's a daughter. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. she's I uh I love that she really plays into that like I'm I'm just the girl who has sex and like relationships. <laughs> what are those? I don't need them. Like, what are we? Let's stop pretending. Um, and then yeah. she meets the softest boy, Logan Lerman, <laughs> and so they fall softest. madly in love. Um, I feel like it's like the reverse in Crazy Stupid Love. And then you've mm-hmm. got Rusty uh, going after like the hot girl at school or the girl that he's like in love with at school. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Similar to the very cringy plot line in. Oh yeah. The babysitter love with the <laughs> yeah. babysitter. So I do think this movie is way better. No, than no, no. hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. I'm just saying Good. we're all in agreement. You can't, yeah. you can't yes. rule out the similar. Isn't Ryan Gosling in crazy stupid love? Yeah. Yeah. That's like really big for me. I haven't even seen that whole movie, <laughs> but just the fact that he's in it and like, Okay. Yeah, I would still give it a watch, but mm-hmm. but it's not gonna hit the same buttons as Stuck in Love. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, they do both have death. the the breakup to makeup mm-hmm. yes. trope. Exactly. If you like mm-hmm. that. Exactly. Um, 
which is, I mean, when you think about it, they were together for like when you raise kids together mm-hmm. and you've been together for so long. Yeah. I feel like that's more understandable to expect someone to maybe come back to. Yeah. Especially because yeah. my parents did that. Like my parents got divorced and then got remarried no to each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it was awesome. I was like, oh, every kid's dream come true. <laughs> but, you didn't even um, have to parent trap them. Uh, right. I did yeah. not. In fact, I was like kind of opposed to it at first because mm-hmm. I was like, she just left. Why would you want her back? So I Whoa. guess I do really relate to the daughter in this movie mm. to um, Lily Collins's character, Sam. Yeah. Because of that. Me. And how cynical she is about love. Yeah. Because I think her whole thing is like... Mm-hmm. All the complications, the heartbreak, the yeah. how difficult it gets, it can't be worth it. Yeah. It just can't mm-hmm. possibly be worth it. And honestly, sometimes I'm there. It doesn't yeah. seem like it's worth it. But then you watch movies like this and it reminds you how cute and good everything could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because, like, Rusty ends up getting his heart broken mm-hmm. and his sister ends up finding, like, an amazing love um, and you would think that it would be the other way around or like have a different outcome for Rusty, but like what needed to happen was that she needed to fall in love at that point. Mm-hmm. And what needed to happen is he needed to like have his first heartbreak at that point. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I do love, yeah. I do love so much that like the first line of the movie is like the overline and it just says, I remember that it hurt. And obviously later mm-hmm. we find out that that's, like the first line in something that Rusty wrote um, about this mm-hmm. girl, whose name I don't remember. What was her name? Kate. 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 Ah, yeah. Kate. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that t- to me, like that line is just so, cause I haven't watched this movie in a while and I kind of forgot. And when that happened, I was like, Oh, oh it's like so romantic. Um, so I guess my question is, do either of you believe in love at first sight? So I I think, like, love at first sight is, like, a bold – like, it's, like, a hyperbole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know for me, I can get, like, a pretty good judge, like, the first meeting. All the people that I've, like, dated, like, consistently dated, I was immediately, like, yeah, absolutely, like, I want to hang out with you more mm-hmm. or, like – um there was this girl that I (laughs) ended up like having this whole torrid thing with and I first meeting was like we're gonna end up like having something between us Mm -hmm. my boyfriend I was like first meeting like we're gonna date yeah you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like really confident about the first judgment of someone that's really lucky because I feel like I can't gauge I can't give not that it always ends up good right no but I can't gauge but I I don't know I I don't think I've ever had that moment of just like being so sure about oh I don't know how but you're gonna be important to me I don't know that Mm. I've ever actually felt that so that's interesting I felt that one time like usually with the people that I like it's usually I like get crushes on my friends which like always works out so great for me (laughs) Um, but there's like one person in particular that I remember the second time that I met them, there was like a bing light bulb moment. And I was like, well, well, well. <laughs> and I turned out to be correct. And, you know, things had happened much, much later. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's the only time I've experienced it. But it wasn't like I'm in love, but it just felt like a really instant connection where I was like, oh, this is going to be an important person. Yeah. 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 I think maybe the love at first sight phrase is kind of just like maybe a little bit inaccurate phrase that we use to describe that that Mm -hmm. immediate connection that you have with someone Mm -hmm. when your vibes match up you're on the same wavelength and you know that Mm -hmm. you know something's gonna happen and then if you end up being together forever you can be like yeah it was love at first sight (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah tell the grandkids yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I like it I um Sam, what are you gonna say? No. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought I saw it in your face, and I was oh like, I started talking, but I don't actually have anything to say. I was like, it's a fake like, out. I'll think of something as I'm speaking. It's called <laughs> a fake out. Um, I don't know about you guys. Look, I now I have something to say. I don't know about you guys, but um, when a character has my name in a movie, I'm immediately like, okay, she's me. Ooh. So yeah. yeah. Of course. Luckily. In this particular film, I get Lily Collins is my avatar going yes. through the film. Um, and I do think it's interesting because, like I said, she's one of those characters that she is that girl who doesn't care. Like, sex is just mm-hmm. whatever it is. I think at one point, Rusty even just is like, no, she's just promiscuous, um, which yeah. Yeah. is fine and fun. Yeah. We love to see it. Um, and then there's the moment where she meets Lewis, Lou, Lou, Logan and she has that moment of like, she's not looking for Lou. She's not trying. She's like, no, your friend is hot. I'm going to go have sex with your friend and it's going to be a one night (laughs) stand and I don't care. I'm so, so cool. Um, and then it's almost like his, like he is so sure that they would either be great to, or whatever it is. Like there's just so much like confidence in this every time that he approaches her and talks to her that she starts getting curious about him. And she's like, wait, like the hell? Um, He takes an actual interest in her and like sees beneath her whole facade of she, he, he gets what she's doing Mm -hmm. and he's not like judging her for it, but he's like, you don't have to do that. You can hang Mm -hmm. out with me and I'm cool. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there's nothing wrong with what she's doing, but it's clear that she was like really scarred by her parents Mm -hmm. divorce. And therefore she is prohibiting herself to experience a range of emotions. Right. Yeah. And he, uh, we love a respectful king. He's <laughs> yes. just like, I'm. Yeah, I'm in your class. Um, here are my. Here's my favorite book. Like, yeah. would you like to? Literally, yeah. yeah. Just a kind soul, mm-hmm. um, super understanding and like patient with her as well. And that's exactly what she needed because you can see it later um, when she actually finally was like, "Fine, I'll go on a date with you." And they're, yeah. you know, they're in the car and they talk about, oh, what's your favorite song? And he plays it for her. And she is just so vulnerable. She's sitting there, eyes closed. Yeah. She won't even open her eyes. That's how fucking scared mm-hmm. she is in this moment. Yeah. And he is so gentle with her. He's just like, <sighs> yeah. I know. Like, I have goosebumps I again. I know. I just got him <laughs> yeah. too. I was like... <laughs> Like, come she on. says she's so scared. She's oh, so when scared. I was 19, this was like relatable content. Yeah. For sure. I was like, I that's know. a mirror. <laughs> I don't know if you were on Tumblr in 2012 when this movie came out. Yes. But the absolute <laughs> chokehold that that scene oh, yeah. had on like teen culture oh, at the gosh. time. Oh my God. I'll never forget it incredible it's because we all wanted you know and i think that's we all wanted logan we all wanted logan but even more than that i still do anyway even more than that Mm -hmm. it's one of those moments of like i think people kind of underestimate how scary it is to be a woman in the dating world right because Mm -hmm. the red flags are not bold and in front there are things that you eventually find out later and it's like too late and so to have um someone who is just like willing so I I don't know about you guys but like for me I put up a lot of walls and I'm very like blustery because I'm like not gonna get hurt right we're not gonna do this Mm -hmm. and to have someone take the time and have patience with you I mean like I see that you have walls and it's understandable but we're gonna we're gonna start to pull those back a little bit because I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. hurt you I'm here for you that's Mm -hmm. all that's all we want it. most people get defensive they're like well why do you have have walls up mm-hmm. why did what did I do right you know mm-hmm. they'll they'll get mad at your boundaries mm-hmm. yeah your yeah. walls and he is not at all he's so un- insightful and understanding like he gets her yeah. and mm-hmm. is very compassionate about mm-hmm. it yeah totally uh, definitely uh, yeah in love. and then also like 
Rusty's character. Yes. I was like, I'm sorry, this I want this man to be my boyfriend. He's just like so sweet mm-hmm. and so innocent. I mean, now it'd be like he's like I'm, you know, age difference, but <laughs> being like in a high school, oh, I, would I would be, be in like love with him. Absolutely, absolutely. He's a he's yeah. like a writer. He's intellectual. He's not cocky. He is caring. He's like a sarcastic edge to yeah. him. Yeah, he's yeah. a little earring, which I find <laughs> endearing. Yeah. yeah, and he's adorable. And he, yeah. yeah, and he's up there. He's reading a poem he wrote for class, and he's like, oh "This is God. torture. That I have to read this out yeah. loud." And he's so yeah. Matt, Matt Wolf is so good. Like, I would yeah. literally be like, "Oh my God, he's so embarrassed." Yeah, yeah, I'd be freaking out. I was embarrassed for him just watching the movie. I was like, oh my God, like what? Oh gosh. He acted it so well. He did a really good job at showing. That's a teen boy reading a poem in front of his class Mm -hmm. that's about a girl in the class. Literally calling this girl an angel to her face. I was like, the nerve. I would be unwell. Yeah. (laughs) It's a a bold move. Mm -hmm. It is a bold Mm -hmm. move. Mm-hmm. But it worked yeah. out for him because she talks yeah. to him after class. Yeah. And yeah. later when they actually get together, she's like, was I the angel in the poem? <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just a waif. I'm so gentle. Yeah, yeah I need a fainting couch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Protect me, Nat Wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's probably why he's drawn to her, though, because she mm-hmm. seems a little troubled. Yeah. Yeah. And he, so he it sees goes. her. Yeah, we see her in the beginning and her nose is bleeding and mm-hmm. he points it out and like, yeah. 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 And like, of He's course, like, she gives him a bright eye CD. I was like, of course. Yeah. Oh, my boyfriend was so like laugh. He laughed out loud <laughs> during that scene. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? A roadmap, a roadmap to my soul. Yeah. It's like a platinum album. <laughs> right. This is a roadmap to my soul. It's this bright yeah. eyes album that so many people have heard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it works. They wanted Bright Eyes mm. to feature heavily in the soundtrack, and it did. Yeah, yeah. so did Hey Ho. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, Home. Sorry, Home. home. Oh yes. yeah, Edward yeah. Sharp and the Magnetic Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it really no, you know, and I they had the Elliot Smith in there. I think watching it this time around, I was a little more keyed into the adult romance as well. Because what an interesting Ooh, yeah. story. Like, yeah. They're both artistic, I think. Is Jennifer Connelly, what does she do? It looks like she's an artist, okay. like a yeah. visual artist. Right. Yeah. Like, so she, everybody else is a writer, but she's also artistic in whatever she does. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting to me because I think we forget that our parents had lives before us. And so, like, yeah. identifying yeah. With, with Rusty and Sam is easy, right? Their parents are divorced. Their mom left their dad for another man. So clearly, like, that's a strained relationship, or whatever. But then when you find out later that uh, he actually left her first. Yeah. That's the big shocker. And she waited for him. And he came back and it was like, okay, now we're just going to pick up and move forward. It's like, it's one of those things that um, I don't know if I believe in like soulmates and all that kind of stuff, but like, what a beautiful concept if that is the case. Yeah. Like you're going Mm -hmm. through something and you think, I can't be in this relationship anymore and you move on. But then a couple years down the line, you're like, actually, no, no, that was, that was the relationship. And like to have it just opened back up to you and not in a way where your partner's like shaming you for it or making you feel like shit for Mm -hmm. needing to go explore something else. I think, I don't know. I think that's beautiful. It was interesting to see that storyline again, because now when I saw it, I was like, I really hope that that is what you want. And it's not just the fact that you haven't been able to see your kids as much. Mm -hmm. Like you have this really torn relationship with your daughter. Like I hope it's genuinely that you, you find out you don't love that guy. You remember how much you loved your former husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, sorry, go ahead. You, you go, you go. Oh, I was just going to say it's really complicated because I think in in a lot of ways we're told that if a relationship is good, if it's meant to be, then stuff like that's not going to happen at all. You're not Mm going to leave each other. Why You're not going to hurt each other. But in reality, 
the relationships that survive things like that are the strong ones. And it's still part of a beautiful story. It's just when you're living something like that, it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I, movies messed me up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> real or good uh, yeah. as far as love is concerned. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's like the thing about long-term relationships and like, I don't want to say marriage because like obviously I've never been married. So what the fuck do I know? But the, the chances that you're going to grow and change at the same rate as another person throughout a whole lifetime is so low. And I feel like people will lose sight of that. So like in such a long-term relationship, of course they're going to have times where they grow apart and their priorities don't align and they want different things And that's why I like that we get to see him kind of realize his failings in the relationship Mm -hmm. because at the beginning they do really frame it as not her as like the bad guy, but kind of her as the bad guy. But we see him realize like, oh, I told you what to read. Like I did all these things as well that contributed to us growing apart or not Mm -hmm. having the same priorities. So it was cool to see him reckon with that. Yeah. And I love how he said – that, you know, he's he says, I'm not a great writer, I'm a great rewriter. And mm. he talks about how he goes back in in his memory and sort of rewrites like what he could have done better in their relationship mm-hmm. and how if he did it again, it would be better. So yeah. I do think, you know, there is the idea there that they that there is something good for them to come back to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if that happens. And yeah. you know it's going to because they're they run into each other Christmas shopping yeah. just yeah. like a, like a just like a regular so rom com. They mm. they're little meet cute running into each other Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I do think it's it's one of those things too where like you can definitely see the love there, and oh, yeah. I'm not worried that she's only coming back because she like wants to have a better relationship with her kids because like at the point at which she comes back. Her and Sam have already made up. Reconciled. She's already yeah. talked to Rusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've already, they're on, like, had she not come back uh, for, is it Thanksgiving or Christmas? One of those. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. dinner. Had she not shown up at the house, it would have been, okay, this is our life. You separate, you know, we, you know, I'm married again. You're by yourself here. The kids spend Christmas or like the holidays between two houses and we're all perfectly Mm -hmm. fine I still have my relationship with my daughter I still have my relationship with my son um but I think it is at the Christmas shopping um kind of scene where she starts to realize that it wasn't just Sam that she missed Mm -hmm. it was like him too you know what I mean it's like when you're you're like so focused on one thing you're like I want my daughter to talk to me I want my daughter to talk to me I want my daughter to talk to me and then Mm -hmm. you're like oh but oh, I like, oh, I miss this. Like, I miss the yeah. relationship that we yeah. had, too. Um, and I love that when she finally does come back, Rusty's the one that opens the door. And she's like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I kind of, can you, can you greet your dad? I, I think he mm. should actually open the door. Thanks. <laughs> I love that, too. So it's like cute. a really nice moment where it's like, I want this to be perfect, but life isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can yeah. adjust things because she literally tells them to like, can you close the door and get your dad and get him to yeah. open yeah. the door because yeah. that's how I picture it. You can it. rewrite like, you it. Can just do that rom-com. Make your own moments <laughs> right. happen. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, push and pull, the push and pull between them is so, I think, exciting to watch, especially one scene that sticks out to me is when he goes on that date he goes to her house afterwards. He like leaves yes. the ring. He's like, I'm going to move on. And then sees she's reading his book. Mm. And he's like, yes. nope. I was like, yes. <sighs> yeah. And even when he's in, um, sorry, I literally can't speak. When he's in that Christmas shopping time and like mm-hmm. he meets up with her accidentally, he has this ring on. Homie has to take it off and put it in his back pocket. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I was really touched when, yeah, he went on a date. He finally branched out, got out in the world, and then goes to leave the ring at her house and he sees her reading his book that he wrote. And that just like, oh, right in the heart. I was like, I can imagine that happening. And then it did it again because later in the movie, Mm -hmm. after Sam and Lou have had a fight because Lou invited. Uh, Sam's mom to yeah. her 
book release party Mm -hmm. that the college class threw for her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that was overstepping. You shouldn't do that. They're not talking. You see her on the beach just hanging out with her dad, and she's reading the comic book that Lou said that he he loved. And she was like, don't talk to me about comic books. But then you see her reading it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it just – you know what, though? This is just further – filling the narrative or fueling the, the narrative that like this shit is faded to me like I think it's just yeah making it more apparent like no this is it's cosmic the fact that all this right. stuff is ha- well because like he could mm-hmm. have walked he could have like got went to his wife's house ex-wife's house at any time to mm-hmm. drop off that ring but it just so happens the time that he goes when he's finally ready to let mm-hmm. it go mm-hmm. he catches her reading the book how many times has he snooped outside that house and not seen her yeah. reading yeah. the book you know what i mean so it's yeah. like ugh, it's fate it's all fate it it's not it's a rom-com moment it's not yeah it is it is have you two ever had a rom-com moment like a you know this is destiny this is fate or just kind of a meet kind of situation there's one that comes to mind it's not necessarily like a fate or a moment but when it was happening i was like am i in a movie (laughs) um there's this guy that was my friend and i really really liked him um and we were working like we had worked together in shows before and stuff and I wanted to kind of hang out with him, see if I could bridge into maybe something else. And so a group of us went to the MoMA because mm-hmm. I'm a huge like Van Gogh fan. Oh. He's my like my fave artist of all time. And I never gone to see Starry Night and I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. So we were walking through the MoMA. It was just me and him kind of separated from the group. And I was talking about how excited I was to see Starry Night because I'd never seen it. And I've been waiting like my whole life to see this painting. And he was like, I know exactly where it is in the gallery. I'm going to guide you there. Like, look down. I'll get you in the perfect spot because it's always super crowded. There's always a ton of people. Wait, he got that's me right up so to the front. romantic. I'm sorry. He's Continue. standing. Oh, yeah. He's standing <laughs> next to me. He has his hands on my shoulder. He's like, okay, look up. I look up. I'm directly in front of the painting. Oh and he just God. stands there with me as I'm crying and looking at this painting. And then afterwards, we finally move away because there's like a huge crowd, and we just have this like really long hug. That is beautiful. That is. Oh yes. my god! I just got chills <laughs> listening to that. That is the epitome of a rom com moment. What is happening? Mm-hmm. Why? But mm-hmm. now he's like a DJ in Florida, and <laughs> the he gag has three is <laughs> he never had feelings for me. No. Uh, yep. <laughs> But it's okay. Like it's it all worked out for the best. You still have that beautiful moment. Yeah, exactly. And for a while, I was kind of mad at him because things didn't really go well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Damn, that moment's ruined forever." But now I'm older and wiser, and I'm like, "No, that moment was beautiful and will always be really special Mm -hmm. to me." Totally. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Mo, what about you? Um, I feel like the night that I met my boyfriend was really like. Like um, that Dylan O'Brien movie, which I actually haven't seen, but I'm like oh, assuming the it's the same. Time? First time. Yeah, I feel like it's like kind of similar, oh. just in that it all happened in like one night. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, what happened was we had been talking for a year. Like he, so he went to college with uh, one of my best friends and we grew up in the same town but never met each other. Like, mm. had been at the same place wow. at the same time, but we didn't even know each other. Like, we didn't talk to each other right. ever. So then one day he, like, DMs me because I think I was on my friend's story or something. We start chatting on Instagram, um, maybe, like, texting, and he asked me to meet up with him. I said no. I started dating someone else. A year goes by, and I'm, like – at my parents' house for my birthday and my aunt and my uncle and my grandma are over. But like something about that evening and I was kind of like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to text this guy and see if he's down to like meet up. And so I texted him and he's like, I can be over there in like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I actually was like, well, my family's here. It's my birthday tomorrow so I do I do have to wait a little bit like um I didn't even know how to bring up to my parents that I wanted to like go see a boy I think I said like oh my friends are hanging out can I please see them because I'm not like home a lot right so 
I wait like maybe like an hour. He's like, hey, did you still want to hang out? I'm like, yes, we will. <laughs> he thought I was going to like ditch him right. and like not – I he thought I was going to blow him off. So finally I get like the okay and I um, have him drive to my house um, and he picks me up in his Jeep and we drive to a mutual friend's birthday party who I knew from high school and who he just happened to be really good friends with. So I meet him and he's like, oh my God, Mariah, how are you? Like, I was like, happy birthday. We actually have the same birthday. So, mm. um, and then we like hang out at this party for a bit. I go up to my friend and I was like, yeah, JP and I have known each other for a while. I was there when he got that tattoo and I point to the tattoo and he's like, oh yeah, this tattoo. And one of the guys there was like, that tattoo looks kind of old. I have my tattoo needle. I can fix it for you. <laughs> so like we watched this guy get his get tattooed like over again. <laughs> and then we're like, oh my God, like I can't believe this is happening. He's in so much pain. <laughs> and then we're like, we have to leave. Like this is too much. And we went to like this 24-hour diner and we like ate fries and talked and then we like went back to his house and like fold around on his deck and like the whole <laughs> night just felt like a really big like whirlwind mm-hmm. and I never I was just like what the fuck is happening and yeah it was just really exciting I love felt that. like a movie yeah no <laughs> it sounds beautiful. like a movie <laughs> oh, you you guys are just like Lily Collins says to Logan Lerman, "You're you're making me less cynical." I feel oh like <laughs> talking about me. There you go. That's true. You're if it helps, my none of my heart. none of my romantic exploits work out, so that might make it a little more cynical. <laughs> if you but... want some of your cynic back uh, here, to... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess I could tell you Thanks. some other stories. But... <laughs> I'll stick this in my pocket. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it's so nice to like have stories that give you hope right because even if they didn't pan out like regardless the feeling in the moment is it's something that you know I feel like it's the thing that we're always just trying to get it's like that drug that we're always trying to get a hit of Mm. we're like oh yeah more that sweet sweet loving just like romance and even if you've like had a long-term partner just even wanting to like rekindle that like spark mm-hmm. and like have that feeling of like going on your first date. It's like a, an adrenaline chase, I yeah. feel like. It is. Cause you're, you feel very present when you're, you're, you're trying to impress someone. You're there, you're with them. Yeah. You're, you're presenting yourself as your best qualities. And, oh my gosh. And, you know, <laughs> you're like, yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been thinking about this a lot and I think it it kind of shows it in this movie too where love can bring out the best we have and like the worst we have. Yeah, Um, totally. Because obviously when Jennifer Connelly's uh, character gets, uh, she's, Lily, her daughter literally sees her hooking up with another guy while her parents are still married. Yeah. And here overhears her say you know she doesn't care if her husband sees right yeah oh my god scarring that's like the you know that's her at her worst yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you totally when you're in a relationship with someone you're giving them that you're like you're gonna see me at my absolute worst you can also see me at my best you Mm -hmm. know because you Mm -hmm. i think of matt wolf's character when kate she's got a drug problem some rant she starts drinking at the book release party Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some random adult dude takes her Which, home. Yeah, gross. Yeah, that's really crazy because I, I don't know if I like didn't understand the full circumstances, but now watching it, I'm like, she is 16. This guy's in college. That's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a sexual assault. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like mm-hmm. on top of other drug related shit. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. crazy. She is passed out like obviously out of it uh drunk coke mm-hmm. um which reminds me that the first time I saw this movie I hadn't done coke and then now I'm like oh now I get it oh I oh get it now <laughs> and then time has gone by um but when they bring her but first of all 
they team up, Greg Kinnear and Jennifer Connelly, no questions. They are immediately, they go to Kate's mm-hmm. rescue. They barely yeah. know this girl. It's just their son's girlfriend right. and they don't care. It's just, they're so on it. That's like them at their best, you know? And yeah. when they put her, when they grab Kate, they put her in the backseat and Nat Wolf's just crying. Oh, oh and he's so perfect. Yeah. And that depth of emotion is just like, oh, it brings out the best in you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so mm-hmm. hard. I get it's so complicated. I get why Lily yeah. Collins is like, no, I don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but she has that one line like really early on where she's like, if love is setting a place at Thanksgiving dinner for someone who's not coming, I don't want any part of it or something like that. Right. And yeah. Like, that totally explains her entire character at the beginning. Right. Yeah. For totally. sure. And it, it's such a great evolution of her, too, as well, because you, like you said, she starts off at that point and then. Once she has a relationship with Lou and once that sort of moves forward or whatever, and then they have that huge fight because, I mean, I think Lou did kind of overstep and mm-hmm. it was something that she was really? like, I, I do, I do think that he overstepped. And just because I know that families are complicated and even though you think you know yeah. a part of the story, you don't know the full extent. And so to do something kind of behind someone's back you mm-hmm. I don't know I think it's just not your place um especially yeah. if you're just dating I don't know they're, they're yeah he hadn't young. even met the mom yet like it's yeah it's it just it's one of those things but um you know even though they like break up because she's like fuck this shit yeah then his mom dies which we yeah. obviously learned early in the film that she has cancer she's dying um yeah when he when she dies and Lou calls samantha she answers the phone and immediately mm-hmm. she's like uh, forget everything yeah. else like this is yeah. what is yeah. important totally. and, I said, and i think it's so beautiful because like you could say that she started off in a very like selfish place not to say that people who sleep around are selfish but you know what i mean um mm-hmm. she's just you know concerned about the moment and whatever is happening but like um through her relationship with Lou she's able to see like the bigger picture and like some things just aren't worth staying angry over like there are other bigger things to focus yeah. on um and that part made me cry when I watched it again I was like yeah oh. yeah that middle the whole, of the night that storyline is so sad yeah yeah oh, they, they always have to hurt the sweet boys <laughs> they're like you're too gentle you have to go through pain <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so sad uh, but it's so beautiful too because it like i don't know it kind of brings and then she does it yeah Mm -hmm. and she's there for him Mm -hmm. and then and that and she sees him losing his mother and she's like Uh, i gotta that spurs her to go make up with mm -hmm. her mother right yeah because you again you realize what's important and what is important she can't waste her time with these temporary you know anger these feelings like she wouldn't be happy if she were just mad at her mom for the rest of her yeah. life no, so no. she goes to her and they make up and it made me cry guys yeah. i was a mess watching most of this, the end of this movie i was like <laughs> but they yeah. love each other they love each other everyone loves each other even at the end they're all together you know jennifer connelly comes back and uh Rusty answers the door because he's like, oh, it might be Kate. I told her, you know, I invited her. She's, oh, my God. I was like, rehab. sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet angel, baby. <laughs> sweet angel, baby. Please calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this girl needs help. You you can just chill uh, out for a sec. Yeah. That is probably also just like an underrated plot line of like mm-hmm. you can't fix someone you yeah. can't mm-hmm. like in in relationship to an addiction or in relationship to like a psychological issue like they need to seek their own help or be helped by like a therapist like you cannot fix someone you can't change someone mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're dating them like yeah. that's just a fact See, logically, I know that. But I knew, oh, yeah. I knew yeah. you were going to say I something. Am, 
I am in the same boat. I'm always like, oh, oh my, my god, a man who's emotionally unavailable <laughs> and damaged. Hey, what's Hello. up? How's it going? Why don't you yeah. come try it over here? Maybe my yeah. maybe I can help. Beautiful smile can cheer you up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? You've never been to therapy in your life? Oh, Lord. Um, well, therapy starts <laughs> oh, today Lord. with me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, too true. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any any other parts of the movie that really stand out to you that you want to discuss? Hmm. I think my think one of the reasons that I like this movie so much is the convention of, like, like writing and music and the sharing mm-hmm. of those really personal pieces of art is so like yeah. baked into everything um, because of like the idea that people are mosaics of the people in their life. And, Ooh, you know, they're so always, sorry, I did not. I wish I came up with that. I definitely did not, <laughs> but um, you didn't have to tell you, us. Yeah. That. You could have played <laughs> it off. You were like, wow, I'm a just writer. Off, I know. Just came off the dome there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like there, there are always like certain shows or pieces of music or books that I associate with people that mm. may be in my life now or may not be anymore. And I love the idea of memories and feelings being stored in objects. That's like very common in my writing. So whenever I see it anywhere else, I'm like, oh, yes, give me, give me, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. As a, I mean, I write too, and a little, it is a little bit watching it. I'm like, mm, they're so, they're getting her books published in like 20s. And I know, just, I'm like 19, <laughs> and she's yeah. getting her book published. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, me? I was like, <laughs> whatever, yeah, Samantha. Just, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some people are lucky like that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a specific moment. Um, I I definitely feel like when I first watched it, that line, like I remember that it hurt, looking at her hurt, I feel like I was probably like entrenched in emotion when I heard that because um, even though I was like a moment ago, like you can't fix people, you can't change them because you date them, I feel like one of my biggest issues when I was like dating college or whatever um, – and I guess like I didn't I didn't even have a serious relationship in college like until I met my boyfriend now. But my biggest problem was definitely thinking I could change someone or like mm-hmm. change their mind um, because I was like dating them and putting myself in like perfect situations to be hurt and to be like let down mm-hmm. um, when someone like didn't have the capacity for me in their life and I feel like that's the position that Rusty is in where he's like oh my god I really want this girl oh my god I got the girl like this is going to be perfect and flawless and I'm like she needs to be in rehab and you can't do anything about that like you're not a counselor Mm -hmm. it's it's doomed to fail from the beginning Um, and I just feel like his I'm really attracted to his storyline specifically. And um, I think that he he could have done – this could have been an indie movie specifically from Rusty's point of view if they wanted to take it there. But, yeah. Who wants to buy the rights to that film? Let's go. (laughs) Hey. They fit that whole beautiful storyline in amongst these other ones. Mm. And it was really – I like how – fleshed out every arc is mm-hmm. in this movie and yeah. yeah even like you know Kate as a love interest she tells Rusty she's like I think you're gonna be really good for me Ugh. and later she writes him a letter and is like I'm sorry I thought you could fix me but only I can do that mm-hmm. so yeah. she's showing a lot of self-awareness by mm-hmm. the end that that she obviously didn't have before and I think they could have gone in the more they could have gone a different route and had her be, you know, less intri- like less empathetic, but mm-hmm. because yeah. they were they the movie presents all of these characters as like real people, you yeah. actually get a sense of why he liked her so right. much. And mm-hmm. totally. 
yeah, it's just uh, that it's one, that one line in the letter where she says like I hope someday to become the person that deserves you or something like yeah. that like devastated me when I watched this for the first time I was like <laughs> I'm ruined I'm destroyed forever by this one line yeah well you heard yeah. it here folks if you want to get devastated by yeah. a film please yeah check yeah. out stuck in love uh we're we're and we're nearing the end of our <laughs> of our, <laughs> our program but before before yeah. we get there we want to know if either of you have relationship advice for our listeners oh yeah just one piece of advice maybe something you learned from a movie or something you learned not to do from a movie or completely unlated to a movie we're, we're not let me think of like a good thing yeah i feel like being in a relationship i've learned so much so let me actually pick something relevant (laughs) (laughs) like let me say something real instead of making up whatever just comes yeah yeah (laughs) i recently learned have been thinking a lot about how uh you don't always have to trust your feelings that you're feeling gosh that sounds wrong Feelings aren't always, uh, they're not always going to last forever. Yeah. And, and it's okay to let yourself like cool down from an argument before continuing. Cause like if you're acting on your emotions when they're like really upfront and kind of taking control of you, you might make decisions that aren't necessarily what you would want for the long run. You might say something that hurts your partner and, you don't want to actually hurt them, but when you're in that moment of high emotion, you're like, I got to say this hurtful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say uh, it's important to take a step back sometimes and just let yourself cool off somewhere else. Yeah. That's my relationship mm-hmm. advice. <laughs> I love that. I actually watched a documentary last night with um, some friends of ours. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called In Our Mother's Garden. And I'll share with you this piece of wisdom. She said, you know, a man is like a bus. Miss one, catch the next. That's that <laughs> Oh, snap. That's a really good one. I That's the literal reason we watched the documentary, because in the preview, the woman said that. And I was like, we got to watch this. Sold. Clearly, yeah. she's a genius. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is advice, but it's, it's definitely something that I am working on, always working on, and something that I'm writing about currently. Um, learning to recognize that not everything and not everyone is permanent, and people mm-hmm. can be in your life for a reason, for a small amount of time, and that might be all that they're meant to be there for. Is just and that, it doesn't yeah. make your experience with them less meaningful. Exactly, yeah. Definitely. Recognizing when things are there for a reason and being able to let go of them. Yeah, that's great. I think a lot of people, especially when we're younger, we have a hard time remembering that that just because something isn't bad just because mm-hmm. it didn't last forever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. or just knowing when to let go of something even. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You guys are giving such beautiful advice. Um, I This is pretty much in the same vein of what I said before um, about like changing someone, but I saw this TikTok the other day. It was like, it was like, hi, baby. If he would, or if he wanted to, then he would. Yeah. If he wanted to, then he would. If he would, then he wanted to. How many times have you wanted to but not? Because I know that has happened to me. But is it a want thing? Okay. I feel like want has two different definitions because sometimes Mm. it's like I want it. So I'm going to go, I want this purse. I'm going to buy it. I've never mm-hmm. bought a purse in my life. Yeah. I don't know why that was my example. But and other times I'll be sitting here at night and I'll be like, I want a brownie Sunday, but I'm not, I don't want to do any of the work required mm. to go get a brownie mm. Sunday. Yeah. So my partner sometimes will be like, oh, well, we could go to the store or whatever. I'm like, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a brownie Sunday. Yeah. You just want it. You're not, you, but you're not, you know, you're not actually going to go get it. Mm. You don't want it bad mm. enough. That's true. You know? Yeah. So it's like, 
if he wanted to for real yeah he would yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i like that i think that's all great advice and uh you you guys both have been so lovely and insightful and enlightening and just so pleasant to talk to thank you it's been so nice talking to y'all for four hours quite a double feature for us but it was really fun yeah Yeah, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you so um, you can find us on Instagram. It's at Movies That Raised Us. And you can find us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. Yeah, so you can also find us on TikTok at Movies That Raised Us pod. And our podcast is Movies That Raised Us. It's on all streaming platforms. So mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. We're hanging out. Come yeah, <laughs> or yeah. even send us an email. Send us yeah. your your love situation we will help you or try to or just send you back a fun emoji yeah um you can email us at movies that raised us at gmail.com yes excellent and of course you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at the rom complex yes you can also email us hey why don't you just cc both of our emails Mm -hmm. on this story about your love life we want to know your rom-com moment we want to know what you believe in love at first sight so you can email us as well the rom complex at gmail.com and of course most of all remember to keep falling in love with yourselves Bye. Bye.